Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. G'day and welcome to Profitable Farmer. Thank you for joining us. And it's wonderful and so pleasing to see significant rains falling on fires and on drought-affected areas through Queensland, northern New South Wales, down into central New South Wales, um, and even across on KI and into South Australia and Victoria. We're so pleased that it's February and we're already seeing some relief. It's um, such a nice change. And hopefully to all of you that um, you're experiencing some reprieve and that um, it's allowing you to start making some really positive plans for this coming season. Um, a really important podcast today, guys. So grab a cup of tea and uh, a pen and paper. This one's worth taking some notes around. We're talking about how fear of failure can destroy your dreams. Mm. It's such an important theme, guys. Often and so often, this whole concept of fear and how it holds us back is just not talked about, Um, probably especially around the industry that we all navigate. So um, I'm delighted that we get to speak again with Andrew our, CEO, our founder and director, um, Robbo, wonderful to have you again with us. You were about to say CEO there, weren't you, Hutch? I was, Robbo. <laughs> that, that's me now. I forgot. <laughs> um, Robbo, welcome, mate. And this is your sweet spot, I think, the way that yeah. you navigate and discuss and coach around helping people overcome the fears that they have and then you know, move through that to make um, success of wherever their focus is. This genuinely is a real strength of yours. Would you, would you agree? Oh, look, it's a passion of mine because I really feel that the, the potential of a human being is just extraordinary. It's unlimited, isn't it, Hutch? And so I just get such a thrill um, seeing someone face a fear and, and remove that fear and, and reach that, you know, you're never going to reach your potential, but, but if you like break that paradigm of what maybe is holding them back and, and move to the next level. And I, I would actually say that this, this is the key to growth. I, I would say this is the, this is probably the, the number one restriction that we have as human beings that hold, holds us back. Do we all have them? Oh, I, I believe absolutely. And I, I, I would, I would argue anyone that, claims they're fearless um, is, is in denial. And the thing I find fascinating with fear is, is you, you move through one or you deal with one and then another one pops up into your mm. world. Um, yeah. so, but but it's, a, it's a navigation tool, Hutch. It's, it, fear becomes your friend when you actually recognize your greatest life is on the other side of your greatest fear. It becomes a navigation tool. So it's an opportunity to explore, you know, what is my fear? What is holding me back? And then when, when you can face that fear and move through that fear there's like a there's like a lottery box on the other side you know there's this um extraordinary gift that's presented to you on, on when you when you work through that fear it's a fascinating area and many people would choose to avoid the fear and, and stay away from it but hey i don't know about you but they follow you around it's like a it's like you've got a bad smell and they 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 chase you around if you've got say for for example a fear of speaking you'll get presented all these chances to speak and, and you, and, until you deal with the fear. Uh, oh, well, it's, it's so funny you raised that. I've always had a fear of being judged yeah. and a fear of rejection. And for so long, I avoided being on stage. And now, having really faced that, um, I feel so confident and I do feel like it's one of my greatest strengths to be on stage in front of large groups and educating. 
So it's well, so interesting, isn't it? Well, mate, and let, just, you know, on that note, what, why do we have a fear of rejection? Um, and, and, and really, this starts right back when we're young as kids because we're taught to stay away from strangers and, you know, be careful approaching someone and, that you don't know, right? And so, and, and or when I was a kid, it was all about, um, uh, hey, don't annoy the parents, like stay away. And, and so you, you build up this resistance to approaching someone in case you, you interfere or do something wrong or talking to a stranger. But I, you know, in business, Hutch, how, how important is it being comfortable mm. walking up to a stranger and introducing yourself, you know, to build your network or asking someone for help? It's this, so it's an irrational fear. But, you, uh, uh, mate, I, I think this is, you're not alone. I think the bulk of the population would have a fear of rejection. Mm, and, so and a fear true. of what other people think of them, right? So what are, what are some of the other fears, just so that people can take some time to check in on them? Can you just list out a few, Robert? Well, and we'll, and come back I, a, we'll come back around and really address the fear of failure. But, mate, yeah. people have a fear of success. Yep. People are, are worried about um, being highly successful and what, what their peers will think of them. Um, a fear of being alone, a fear of being uh, insignificant, a fear of not having enough money or running out of money. That, that's, a, that's an irrational fear. I mean, uh, you mentioned fear of rejection, which is huge. So, so there's many fears, a fear of contr- uh, losing control. Control, yeah. Um, yeah. You, know, you think about the, the, if you want to grow a, a huge business, uh, you have to let go of everything, right? So you have to be totally comfortable that everyone else does everything for you, including paying the bills. So some people would have a, a major fear of, giving that, that, that access to your bank accounts to someone else in case they're going to rip you off. I mean, that, but that fear can restrict you and, and hold you back from realizing your best life, mate. But um, there's, in my opinion, there's not a bigger one than the fear of failure, which I'm really looking forward to diving into because this is the crux of what I think steals more dreams than anything else. So let's focus exactly there, Robbo. Fear of failure. Um, let's speak around that and how perhaps it can lead to indecision um, and ineffectiveness um, yeah. in, in leadership in business. Yeah. So it, it, this is the thing that will often cause us to stop trying new things. We'll stop, you know, the, the, it, it, there's a great um, picture where there's a, there's a guy using a square wheel and someone comes up and, and offers the round wheel, right? But the person's too, they're too sceptical to even look at the round wheel that's being offered to them because they, they think that the person's out to, you know, rip them off or whatever, whatever the fear is of, of trying something new. And so this really restricts us, Hutch, from getting on with it or, or it's this perfectionism um, that stops us making a decision and getting on with it because, oh, what if I make the wrong decision? What if I, what if I go and buy that my neighbours out and it doesn't work out? Or what if I plant that crop? and it doesn't rain or whatever it is, right? All these things that stop us making decisions because we're worried about getting it wrong or we're worried about what other people think or we're worried about, you know, blowing the inheritance. We've been given the, the property and we're nervous. We're, we're more focused on losing rather than focusing on winning. And this, um, this stalls as such. And, you know, I want to I address this because entrepreneurship Succeed, succeeding in business is all about failure. Mm, and therefore... That's a really, really interesting point, Robert. Yeah. Just speak it, to that. What do you mean that it's all about failure? So, 
the the most successful business owners are just the ones that have failed the most and they've done it quicker than everyone else. And corrected then and moved on. They've just, you know, business is a series of experiments. And really the experiments are all, let's try something and see if it works out. If it doesn't work out, then you can, you can shift gear. I mean, you and I are both um, trained under Marshall Thurber and Money and You. And um, there's a, you, if you recall the blocks game, but the, the metaphor really is when, when the spaceship's flying to the moon, it's, it's literally on course maybe 1% of the time, like it's doing this hard. It's going yep, from left yep, to right. And yep, yep. it's constantly adjusting to come back into course, but it's always moving forward. And it's making and, – and so what it is, it's by moving forward, we're, we're never really fully on track. We're just making mistakes and we correct, we correct, we correct. Thomas Edison created the light bulb through two years and 10,000 failings. But he just kept correcting, correcting, correcting. And so really, you have to embrace failure in order to move forward. You have to be totally comfortable with making a decision and getting it wrong, Hutch. This is, this is critical. And you've got to get excited about making, it a, making a wrong decision. And you've got to, you've got to recognize that, hey, that's, you can't steer a parked car. You have to move forward Make the mistake correct. Make the mistake correct. And the quick, the more you embrace this, the faster everything speeds up. So the faster the failings, but then the faster the success. Mm. And it's um, it's really linked with what Lindsay Fox. I was watching this um story on Lindsay Fox, and they asked him the question, "Do you have a fear of failure?" And he said, "Never." And he and he he repeated Henry Ford's quote, and he said, "Whether you think you can, or whether you think you can't, you're right." And if you remember, Hutch, he said it twice. He said, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. And so really what that is is, hey, I need to, I need to go for it and aim to play to win, but I need to make the decision to get on with it. And I want to come back and really dive into this, mate, because this is the absolute essential ingredient to success in business is making decisions, right? It's, it's absolutely, absolutely essential. And in order to make decisions, we need time to make those decisions. We need what I call think time yep. where all the decisions are made. So I'd love to dive into that because the sooner you grasp this, the sooner you realize, holy moly, I'm just not making enough decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm not allocating time to make decisions. I'm not making the right decisions and I'm procrastinating this and I'm not getting on with it. And that's why I'm not growing anywhere near as quickly as I could. Robbo, just before we go there, a question for you. Is there right and wrong? Is there such a thing? I mean, there's a whole construct around right and wrong, but the language you're using is make a, make a, a mistake and correct. Bingo. And that's, so that's, 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 that's different. I mean, people have in, have in their head, and I know I used to, that there right. is right and wrong, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to succeed or fail. That if I get a decision wrong, then I'm an idiot. Um, yeah. That's not it, is it? The no. entrepreneurs have a different thought process. And I'd, I don't even now believe that there is such a thing as right or wrong. There yeah. is just making a choice, taking on the feedback, and then going again. Golf, being the, per- golf being the perfect metaphor, Robbo, that, that we, we hit a shot, we notice where the ball went, we think about how we can correct, we move forward to the next shot. Um, yeah, so... Do you have any comment there around that whole construct of right and wrong? Well, I do because back at school, right, let's say that you are struggling a little bit with maths. Mm. 
and you, you work your backside off, Hutch, and you go to an exam and you get an E, right? How does that kid feel when he gets his report? He's worked really hard and he gets his E, right? How does that, that ch- child feel when they get the E? Well, he would have been, he or she would have been told that they had failed. Yes. Yeah. And so what's happened is they, 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 they were rewarded on the outcome, not the effort. Mm. And so from a very early age, we get trained that rewarded on the outcome, yet in business to succeed later on in life, it's not about that. It's all about trying, correcting. Like if that kid was rewarded for the effort and the outcome didn't come into play in this particular instance, why yep. the schooling system in some ways um, I think could be improved in this area, mate, because, you know, that poor child, they should be rewarded for the effort, right? They, and, and they should be congratulated for the effort and they should just have the opportunity to correct. Or the smartness in business as we get older, if you're not good at the maths part, delegate it to someone who is yeah, yeah. and step into the area that you're, you're great at, right? Which is, but, but that poor child gets demotivated to try, Hutch, and that kid gets demotivated to make mistakes right from an early age. Great yeah. comment. So, Robbo, let's, um, let's talk more about this whole construct that I think most business owners don't prioritise, which is, which is making time to do the deep thinking and making time for decision-making. Can yep. you just speak to, to that whole concept? I think you've flagged it as think time. Can you just speak to that? Mate, it is, it's just, I mean, Hutch, I mean, I've never, I wasn't always like this. So I used to be um, very loose in my planning and my think time. And the only reason I've become very strong in this is because I, because I have the luxury of, of working with companies that make $300 million a year, $150 million a year, whatever, Hutch. So, Success leads clues, and and you you by by coaching these people, I go wow. Well, I can see why they're so successful, and they do what I'm about to teach. All of them, mate. There's a commonality amongst all of them, and it's funny, right? Because you'll get someone that will just go and do it, and then someone who will find the reason not to do it. And and, and there's a line in the sand you got to draw and say, hey, this stuff works unquestionably. So why not just say I'm going to do it? Why not commit to it? So. So here's, here's what it is. Think time is more important than do time. So let's take a, a, tip, a typical farm owner, and this could be a generalist, but most people are stuck in the do. They're busy. And they avoid the think because that requires effort. Like do's easy, right? Like waking up in the morning, going out onto the farm, checking the troughs, checking the stock, fixing the fences, mate. That's quite I – mean, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it doesn't require mental effort, correct? So diving into the do is really quite a simple thing to do. And that's, but, but taking time out to, to really clarify, hey, what are my biggest priorities that I'm going to focus on this year? What are my biggest priorities that I'm going to focus on this quarter? What are my biggest priorities I'm going to focus on this week? And what am I going to do today? Like taking the time out to do this, Hutch, is 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 absolutely going to 10x any company if if um you you put a system like this in place because it forces you to think where is the biggest opportunities where do I need to focus my time energy and effort and then you can clarify it back to the team and it gets everyone on the same page not not only will it motivate you not only will it get make all all these decisions can be made 
But then you come back and it just makes the do so much easier because then you can go, hey, there's, only, there's 50 things we want to do this year. We've only got you know, an, enough resources and capacity to do maybe three of them this quarter. Hey, if there's only three things that we can do out of those 50 things, what are the highest priority? And then it's your ability to say, let's just choose these three things and let's do these really, really well in the next quarter. And let's make sure the whole team are engaged. And then when you do that, Hutch, um, and you ignore everything else, uh, off you go, right? But what a lot of people do is because they haven't got that clarity, they haven't come to that decision-making, they get trapped on distraction. Distractions come in, they get pulled left, they get pulled right, they get pulled all over the place and they get overwhelmed, right? And you're working your backside off, but you're just treading water. It's exhausting, actually. Uh, I don't know how, how you do this. So, and I'll come back and talk a little bit deeper about this system shortly, mate. But what the, 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 the first thing I, I want, the, the most important thing I want to make is you need dedicated time in your calendar where you think and you make your decisions. If you don't have a dedicated slot in your calendar to do this, you'll get trapped in distraction. Trapped in distraction will mean you'll have the same year over and over and over again. I want to call out a good percentage of farmers listening, I reckon, if I can. Yeah. So many people I hear priding themselves and almost using it as a badge of honour that they don't spend time in the office. Yeah. You know, the time in the office is, you know, they, they get someone else to do that or their bookkeeper does that. Yeah. Where, where's the money made, in your opinion, in a farm business? It's made in the thinking. And by the way, mate, I, I'd like to even be able to say the office, but actually even smarter is off-farm mm. in a in a conference room or, or a hotel room with a big view, you know, because the old saying, when the goldfish is sick, treat the water, not the fish. Yep, change so, the environment. And this is what I love about um, our Platinum Mastermind. Every three months, we, we put them in a new environment, right? So there's totally new thinking that's created in that new environment. So just on that, you can never fix a problem in the same environment where the problem was created, Hutch. Okay. So, so office is fine. Or, you know, do your weekly planning in your office, but do your yearly planning and your quarterly planning off-farm, ideally. Off-farm, great. Yep. Perfect. So, and, mate, that's where all the money's made. Like, let, let, think about it. Let, let's take our business for a moment. And we go and have a, an annual strategic planning meeting, right? Now, we could come up with a way to come up with, um, you know, let's go and find 20 new clients, Hutch, or we could go and launch into Canada. Now, that strategic thinking on launching into Canada would 10x the business over that small decision of, you know, growing the business here. This is an example. But we need, to be, we need to be outside the business strategically discussing where are we going with this? How do we scale this up? What can we do to make this business even better and, and more extraordinary than ever? So in, those, in that meeting is where all the opportunities covered it's where you get to remove all your constraints. It's where you get to hear from all your team members and where should we be focusing. And you can come up with this plan. Uh, all the hard work's done in those meetings, mate. And that's yep. where you come up with your list of priorities. And then it, what I find after those meetings is, I don't know about you, but I am pumped. Because you're just like, holy moly, the whole team's enrolled. Everyone knows exactly what's going on. And then you, when you come back to the, to the day-to-day, everyone knows exactly where to focus. 
That's and the key right. point. I, I think you're right, Robert. Absolutely pumped, yes. But the amazing thing for me is that people are clear on the role they're playing in the growth of the company and the amount of leverage that business owners can get through that. It's the yep. perfect means by which to empower your team yep. to help you build the company where I would propose at the moment for so many of our listeners that growth and improvement is all on them. So it's such yeah. an important leverage point. And so just to specify, just, can you just talk through that rhythm? It's a two-day annual planning yep. meeting. Yeah, so people hear this, Hutch, and they, they, always wanna, they always ask the question, oh, that's all good and well, but where do I start? I mean, no one's ever, no one has ever taught me how to do this, and, and therefore I had to go and learn how to do this. Um, but the simplest, the simplest model and, and, and it comes back to what we've spoken about so many times on these podcasts. And just to give a, a snapshot, start with the end in mind. Where's this business in 10 years, right? And you can use, if, this, if the 10-year plan doesn't enroll and inspire you, Harch, if it doesn't give you an element of fear from the point of view of, holy moly, that's, that's a big goal. Uh, you know, I always think 10x your business in 10 years and, and don't do it. It's not even the money, mate. It's to do it to get you movement. Like if you've got a compelling goal, compelling vision, the hot you'll attract good team members. You'll you'll raise your bar to reach your potential, right? So, so it starts with a big, scary goal in ten years. And it, the, the the thing about a ten year goal, you you shouldn't be able to see it. You don't. You, your brain shouldn't be able to figure out how am I going to achieve that. That's yep. not the point. Yep. But then you map it back and you ask the question: Where do we need to be in three years? And that process doesn't take very long, but then you just bring it back and go, rightio, what are we going to do in the next 12 months to move us so we hit that three-year target, so we hit that 10-year target? And then that's a really, you know, a day to two days is amazing coming up with, let's just come up with everything we need to do this year to have the best year we've ever had in business. And the, the, the piece when we get to there, Robbo, that I really appreciate is breaking this year down into quarters and just aiming for three priority projects per yes. quarter. Yes. If you can do three priority projects per quarter, yeah. 12 major improvements in any normal year, that is an outstanding out- outcome yeah. by anyone's measure. Mate, it is. Eight to 12 in a year, uh, three to five in a quarter. I like three in a quarter. Yep. Because, and, 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 and this just links me into this concept called compartmentalizing hutch. So, once you've got clarity on your 12-year goals and once you then out of that pick your top three priorities. Now, this takes a lot of thinking, discussing. Sometimes you won't know where your priorities are, hence the importance of engaging a coach or an expert to help you, right? Because some people, they're not clear on where should I prioritize because they haven't got – it's like golf. You mentioned golf. That golfer might not know where's the highest use of energy exerted for biggest – return in the next quarter. Yep. And I'll just um, reiterate here, mate, this is where 20% of what you do produces 80% of your success. Okay, this is a really important thing. 20% of what you do creates 80% of your success. So, Hutch, it's really quite a, a, an amazing process where you fine-tune and ask that question, hey, what are the three things that we can do this quarter that are going to have significant impact on our business? In fact, what's the biggest thing on our biggest impact? And Hutch, sometimes these are like tiny things, right? Like it could be the simplest thing, renegotiating with, a, with your agent or, or with a bank. Know, 
Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Trying to get all your costs down by 5% or, you know, working on genetics or whatever it is or, um, so, so these recruiting things a bookkeeper, it can be any one of a range of things that can help you just get that next leverage point and that next jump. Absolutely. Yes. But see what, where the, where the breakdown happens is, is many farmers and, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this mate, and I hope I don't offend anyone here, but they're just, it's just lazy. It's just, it's just all it is. There's a, because it's a, it, there's a, you have to think. And Henry Ford said that. He said, most people don't engage in thinking because it's hard work, Hutch. It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. It requires energy and effort and we get exhausted. Like these days it can be exhausting. Yep. So and Keith Cunningham, Robbo, is a mentor of mine who you know, who is a superstar in business in America. He says that business is an intellectual sport and that most of the sportsmen and women on this field just don't think. He's, yeah. He says exactly the same thing. We just sit down for two or three hours and um, that that process of really engaging in deep thinking and then really strong decision-making yes. is just something that we haven't got good at. Yeah, mate. And once you've got the t- – this, this, this part here is called compartmentalizing and Hutch, this is – this, this is a huge breakthrough for me when I learned this. Once you've got your 12-month goals and, and then you break it down into your quarterly rocks, right, when you're in the quarter, do not even think about the 12-month goals. And, and if something comes in, like a distraction comes in, you ask the question, is this in our quarterly rocks? If the answer is no, then don't, put it, don't discuss it till the next quarterly meeting. Or don't discuss it till the yearly meeting. Like you might say, hey, for example, this year in our Farm Owners Academy, we're not thinking about Canada. So why would we even try and talk about it this year? Yep. It's smarter saying, let's put that on the agenda next year at the annual planning meeting. Bingo, Robbo. Yep. Yep. And so we're in this quarter hutch where, where um, you know, our, our main focus is uh, preparing to launch the farm financial framework helping farmers understand their financials, right? So that becomes a rock this quarter. And it's like, hey, let's execute that rock. Nothing else matters. Let's, let's make that sure that rock's 100% closed off, finished. And then, if, but if someone comes in with a new idea during the quarter, you say, listen, great idea. Let's put that on the agenda at the quarterly planning. Bingo. And then, Harch, you come back for one last thing. You have, that's why the weekly team meeting is so critical in compartmentalizing, which is, hey, what are we going to execute this week? And is, are we, are we tracking our quarterly rocks? Are we on top of it? It's just, it just changes everything, right? It brings so much focus. It brings clarity. It brings momentum. It eliminates distraction. It brings peace of mind. And you just get incredible growth. It's so powerful, mate. And I was saying earlier to you, you know, this is why I, I just can't start a year anymore without the goals. Can't start a quarter without the goals. Can't start a week without my, you know, here's the, here's the weekly rocks. Can't start a day without a list of things to do on a daily basis. And this is what will give you, I think, um, yeah, really rocket fuel to, to become just super focused and, and uh, grow your business exponentially. Well, Brian Tracy said that we feel good about ourselves to the degree to which we feel we have control in the moment. And yes. this is the system to set you free. I totally agree, Robbo. It's quite amazing. Yep. It does, mate. Mm. It sets you free. And I, I hated school from the point of view, Hutch, because it was quite rigorous with timetables and systems and everything. And so when I left school, mate, I was just in chaos. Like I, I, didn't have, I hated planning and for the next maybe decade, um, I bucked the system. But what I've learned is, hey, 
putting a system back in place to make these decisions and get stuff done uh, liberates you. It gives you way more time for holidays. Um, you know, mate, I can knock off at three thirty-four in the afternoon. You know, take double eight, eight, seven, eight weeks holiday a year. Like, it's just amazing what you can do when you put the system in place from yep. a yep. from a happiness point of view. Robbo, I I like the notion that you can't be planning and decision-making and implementing all at once. You've kind of, as you say, you've got to compartmentalise the planning and the decision-making so that let's say you do that for the first week of a 13-week quarter, then you've got 12 weeks just to focus on implementation. So when when you do get out of the paddock and you are working on your business, that you and the team around you just to get to go full tilt on implementation. Bingo. How important the worst thing you can do is make a decision out on the farm on a motorbike, you know, because what, what, that, that's just that, that. I mean, you, you can do that, Hutch, but it's just I don't know. It, it's it's. I think it's distracting. That's that would be my word. Making decisions on the fly is just distracting. So why not set up a process and a system that that all decisions are made in this set concrete time where you remove your issues. I mean, it's. I mean, this is why we created the Take Control program, mate, because. So many people don't know where to start with this, right? And they, they, they hear this and they go, it's all nice, but I, I'm, I'm such a fan of this program. And, I, and the main reason I am is if you think about it, mate, what's the, what would be one of the highest costs that you have in business? Paying, paying what? Paying wages. Paying wages, right? So wouldn't it make sense to align your team to what the priorities are so you maximise the team to get the stuff done that's going to make the highest return. Wouldn't it make sense to put that in place? Absolutely, Rob. And to your point, if you're the boss and you're making decisions on your own and on a motorbike um, and you're coming back and trying to sell that, that decision to, to wife and team and family, um, that's perhaps not the most optimum way to enrol those members of your team that need to come on the journey with you to yes. take them to a golf course and to sit overlooking the river and to take two days to have really professional conversation around some of the key decision points and then to agree to the priorities together. For yes. me, for me, that's how you enrol your family and how you enrol your people to come with you um, in the course of any year. So absolutely, this is a way more ideal strategy and system for aligning people long-term. Well, I think, would you not agree that our team, we, we would get twice as much out of them as we would otherwise because of this system, Hutch? Like twice. You're getting mm. two, two employees for the, for the cost of one. Would that be a fair call? Oh, it, it blows me away what they then go and achieve in the two weeks, four weeks, six weeks that follow um, each of these meetings we come together for. Absolutely. And, and th- this is why, mate, for Take Control, and I'm going to give it a plug if that's okay because I, I am such it. a fan of this. It's for $3,000. It's about to go to $5,000, by the way, if you're listening to this at the end of um, February 2020. But, mate, it's just it just walks you through setting this up and you get to do it right. It's like engaging a golf coach that's going to walk you through what you need to do to get the basics in place. And I'm just such a fan of it. It includes two tickets to our top producers event, mate, the ongoing coaching, uh, the lifetime access, the whole family can go through it. Um, and just head over to farmownersacademy.com forward slash take control, mate, because, yeah, I, I just think every person would benefit from doing this. And I, I'm going to say that with confidence because I'm, I'm, I went through it 
And um, I, it changed everything for me. So, you know, for 3K, if you don't get a $300,000 return, you know, you're not doing it right. It's, it's a significant return on investment. So, Robbo, just to explain that a bit further, and absolutely, I agree, it's a wonderful program. What are the elements of the, um, not so much the training that you go through, but at the end, the plan that you can arrive with if you do do it really thoroughly? Can you yeah. just speak to some of the headlines within the plan? Yes. Just to give people a sense of, of what or where they might arrive to for, having, for making that investment and working through the process? Well, mate, and, and I, it's all on the page, but I'll, I'll get a high-level overview. We call it take control, and which is, hey, take control of the things you can and learn to react positively to the things you can't because we can't control the weather, et cetera, Hutch. Mm. But there's so much we can control. It starts with taking control of you, of me, right? So the, the, um, the fish stinks from the head down. So the first person we've got to be in control of is us. So we, we help you set all your personal goals and really step into the world of, I'm a business owner. Um, then we take you through the strategic planning, which is take control of your time. Then we help you align that whole team, which is take control of your team. Okay, then we move into take control of your finances, getting all that financial literacy in order. And we, we uncover it all on here's what you need to do to take control of your business. Here's some tools that's just going to help you really keep this business moving forward, like breaking through the ceiling, we call it. Like keep growing, keep growing, keep growing. And, and really um, showing you what the 20% of activities are that produce the highest return. I think it's... Um, we're so lucky, Hutch, with Greg Johnson, co-founder, yourself, myself. I mean, between us, we've got maybe 70 years' experience coaching businesses and farmers. So there's a lot of knowledge presented in a, in a step-by-step course that gives you the plan. You, you, you actually you watch it, you press pause, and then you implement. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not a fluffy program where you learn. You actually do the work whilst doing it. So you end up with a 10-year strategic plan uh, with your entire team enrolled into that plan and the whole system we've been speaking about today embedded into your business. Game changer. Yeah, game changer. And, Robbo, we, we, the, the whole of Farm Owners Academy um, is underpinned by this system and, and, as you say, it just allows us to achieve such significant results. And I know for all of my clients that have applied this method, it, um, it, it works and makes a real impact yeah, Every Morton time. Co, mate, Morton Co, um, who's been a client of, that I've worked with, had this system embedded into their business. And I was talking to the CEO the other day and he's just going, mate, you have no idea. We are just so aligned. We're so focused. We had our most profitable year uh, ever. Um, they're just from strength to strength because of this, this system. So, you know, I always think, hey, big, big companies were once upon a time small companies and they didn't get there by accident, Hutch. Yep, yep. So, um, Robbo, that's outstanding um linking back to having this structure in place and having worked through take control um where can that leave people when it comes back to that whole construct of fear and once you've got real clarity around your plan your goals personally your financial infrastructure you've got your team aligned how much more confident and how much more resilient do you think people can be on the other side of, of going through that process? Mate, it's such a great question. And you, you teach that leadership is providing certainty. Mm. It starts with, for me, the planning, this, this process gives me confidence and certainty to attack. You know, this is the, because Hutch, 
if I was to sit around and get distracted by all the things that can go wrong in business, right, I can lose my confidence very quickly because things do go wrong in business all the time. You know, issues pop up, things outside our control, whatever it is. Yet this is the thing that gives me so much certainty and confidence. And I just feel, you're absolutely right, you just feel alive, electric, um, and, and then that transfers down through the team. And, and it's just like, um, it's like you've got a rowing boat with eight rowers all rowing together towards a common purpose. So this, this enormous power and momentum's created. And, mate, I mean, I, I just, I'm so excited. You mentioned at the start of this podcast when, when we get rain. And uh, really, let's go. You know, let's 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 get this stuff in place. Let, let's stop. You know, let's stop using the excuses that I'll do this next year. Oh, I'll get around to that later. I mean, that's just crazy. This stuff will rocket launch you, mate. Like it just, it's just. I I can't understand how any business can function without this. I mean, it'd be chaos in my opinion if we didn't do this, mate. It really would. We we'd be all fighting, bickering communication breakdowns we'd all be treading on each other's toes we'd all be fighting about what we should be focusing on but man we've got alignment right everyone's moving towards the same direction together and and i i don't know about you but it's i love it it's exciting Mm. oh it's amazing and and it's all our people are asking for from us as leaders absolutely robo thanks so much for your time um to those of you who are interested in take control jump on to our website farmownersacademy.com and you can go to the Take Control page and, and just understand more about the program there. And by all means, inquire. We'd love to talk to you. Well, yeah, we, both- we could have a chat about it. But, mate, it's, look, the investment's $3,000, Hutch. It's going to be – we're putting it up to $5,000. And the, the reason being is um, we, we do ongoing coaching and you get access to our workshops. So our costs are increasing to provide that program. Uh, it is an ongoing program, but it's uh, three months to do the modules, Hutch. So um, yep. jump on board. Yep. Robbo, one final tip for people, you know, who have had a whole lot of fears come up around um, how they're navigating business yeah. and, and perhaps where to start on this journey. Um, yeah. Have you got a final tip for them? I do. Nike have the metaphor or the slogan, just do it, mate. I think there's one thing more powerful than that and that's saying, hey, I just did it. <laughs> so just go and do it. Like go and and. If you're not going to do the take control, get off, set the goals, and then implement the goals. You know, make sure you hold yourself accountable to implementing the, the stuff you come up with because that obviously you, you need both. You need to come up with the decisions and then you need to execute on those decisions. So just it's so much power. But if you can look back next year and go, oh, my God, we did it. We had an extraordinary year. We got off farm. We set this up and look, what, look where we're at. And, you, you know, you will be streets and bounds in front of the person that's still thinking, I'll do that next year. Yep. Robbo, wonderful to connect again. Um, thank you again for taking us through that whole process of how to take control of your vision, your long-term plans this year, your months, weeks and days. Um, as we've talked about, just such an important um, construct and system for leadership. So, Yeah, mate, and removes mate, fear, right? That's the cure for abs- Absolutely. The cure for fear is taking action, Hutch. Yep. Perfect, Robbo. As always, thank you. Um, Enjoy your week. And to everyone, look forward to connecting again in this uh, next coming fortnight. Um, Enjoy the rain um, and hope that uh, 
the next few weeks play out well in setting up for your year. All the best and bye for now. See you, Hutch. Bye, mate. Thanks, Robbo.